Hello everyone and welcome to the Side Flick Show. My name is Lewis and I'm joined by my co-host Ari. <laughs> Are we gonna get copyrighted for that? I hope well, hopefully not. not. Yeah, <laughs> Your face, you were like, oh damn. Yeah. We're talking about Cinema Day. Cinema Day. Happy Cinema Day, Ari. <laughs> so yeah, so National Cinema Day was part of a foundation that they wanted to for fans of films across the country to gather around for one day and to celebrate the magic of movies on the big screen a quote from the national cinema foundation and this year is the second annual as i said and so basically for just the clear answer cinema day is basically a place where you go to the movies and instead of paying 10 11 12 maybe 20 bucks for a ticket Everything is $4, and depending on whatever theater you go to, they're having combos for $5, maybe $4 to match it. Uh, I know last year, I think it was $3, but now it's $4. So even for a discounted cinema day, there's still inflation. You know, <laughs> There's still price increase. They're like, like, well, I know last year uh, it was reported that it made about $23.8 million, which guys it's it was three dollars so that's a lot of money if you guys just yeah it said that over eight million people were at cinema day like participated in cinema day they're gonna bring back the little mermaid but in a sing-along version so oh it's kind of like a little bit different you know what i mean and then also they're bringing back uh jurassic park in 3d which i am out of town so i'm gonna be so upset and i'm working cinema day so i'm gonna be i'm like you know, we're gonna be watching cin- and i checked for the next day gone and i was like wow and then also they're bringing back ladybird from greta gerwig in Ooh. certain theaters in certain theaters oh my god in certain theaters i'm so hyped for i that. don't know if it's just i know it's not in the regal theater that we work in but i know it's in the uh, i think it's in other theaters i'm dreading it to be honest because i'm working it uh, yeah most likely i'm working too but I'm so excited for it. Me I'm so too. excited. I just think it's fun for, you know, I hate it when the theater, our theater is like dead because it's a big theater. It's meant oh, for a yeah. lot of people to be there. So yeah. I'm kind of excited for it just for the idea that, you know, there's going to be a lot of people yeah. there. Also, what's going to be filled? Like what movies are going to be? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what, like which one is going to take the cake? Before we continue on with Cinema Day, <laughs> I keep saying it like cinnamon. <laughs> I got to <laughs> stop. Cinema Day. Uh, before we just move forward, uh, just a few quick things. We just want to say thank you to you guys that have been supporting us and tuning into the podcast. Uh, and as we start our journey as the Side Flick Show, obviously we are going to do a later episode where we're just going to be talking about just Side Flick. Yeah. Because this is the Side Flick Show. Mm-hmm. So, but we just want to say thank you guys that have been supporting us we are on our seventh episode lucky number seven we're on our seventh episode my favorite number yes and that's my mom's favorite number really sure yeah so we just want to say special thank you to everyone that has been watching that has been following us you know it's a startup you know where the only way to go is just up you know we whether we go down whether we go up we're still moving you know what i mean uh so whether uh you guys are tuning in for the very first time this is your first episode listening to us or if you guys have been with us since the first episode, we're gaining a following. And we just want to say thank you to you guys. Yeah. And before we move on, Ari, how can these people support us even more than of course listening I got to you. us? Yeah. The, the plug right here. Yes. So 
Linktree is our best asset. Um, it'll be in any of our bios, which we do have Instagram, Twitter. Uh, in our bios, in like in the link, it will have our letterbox, Twitter, Instagram, and then Apple, Amazon, Spotify. They we are all like in those platforms for our podcast, and then we will have upcoming content, and we will talk about the future inside Flick and our YouTube. All of that. Like, our content, our creativity, all that will be there soon enough. Yes. Also, Ari and I have serious business meetings in serious. at breakfast joints where we're like, we look insane. Yo. <laughs> we're like, we're going to do this. And, that but yeah, day we was have something, intense. Yeah, we have something really <laughs> excited for our 10th episode. Yes. We have something super insane for our 10th episode. Be so aware. We just want to tell you guys, just you guys have to keep watching so that you guys can see what's going to be in our 10th episode what's our movie recommendation oh movie recommendations I would say The Perks of Being a Wallflower oh bro that movie like I watched it I think like a year ago bro that movie cause I procrastinated into watching that yeah and I knew it was sad but I was like let me let me watch it at the right moment and mm-hmm. that movie hit it's really good has a good cast it's just really good on Disney Plus Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. first one the one through three, I would just say one through three. Yeah. Because that is an insane trilogy. I rewatched all three of them. They are so good. Like, I forgot how funny, how good they were, like, on a big landscape, like, cinema-wise. Yes. If it gets remastered into, like, IMAX or whatever, I'm there first day. We want to celebrate Cinema Day by just talking about what we do best, you yeah, know? Yeah, talking but, about movies. Yeah, but a little that. bit more personal, so... Yeah. Ari, why why do you like movies? Why do I like movies? Yeah. Um I think it's, it's a loaded question. It is. But I'll break it down. Yeah, just say what you need to say. Movies have been like the backbone of, you know, my humor, like the things that I like, um music taste as well and like if it wasn't for like my parents introducing to me like going to the movie theater that whole nostalgia feeling like i would have not known any of this props to them uh my dad definitely he's a huge like movie guy and like we still watch movies even today we watch the movie together so like that just progressively me into working in a movie theater still talking about movies how about you um why do i like movies yeah loaded question <laughs> um, it's a, that is a loaded gun question yeah uh why do i like movies i think it starts from when i was a kid mm-hmm. i remember like coming home from school and just putting on just anything it was just a way to just either escape reality like in different worlds and stuff like that but also it was a place you know with movies that kind of became you know once it like more personal movies that i started watching you know i'm gonna name drop like dead poet society or you know stand by me mm-hmm. like movies like those like i saw those at a very early age yeah it was like those that just kind of understood what i was kind of going through and stuff like that so it felt very i got kind of connected to a lot of movies i obviously i like to be entertained mm-hmm. you know so that's like the easiest thing to get entertained by yeah but also like as i watched more movies like oh do you know this movie was the first to do this do you know this one it was like it's so interesting you know what i mean and there's certain movies that just put me in a position where 
I'm floating towards a screen and nothing can hold me back down. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm completely sunk into that world. There's other movies where I can watch five times back to back to back. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. Shout out The Departed because <laughs> I almost did that. I was like, I'm gonna watch it right now, like again, <laughs> after just finishing it. But no, like as I get older, I discover so many more movies and it just pops into my head. And also, yeah, when I when people just tell me what's going on, I just say, do you remember that one scene in this movie? I do it to you a yes. lot. I'm like, do you remember the scene where this guy just like absolutely just lost his mind or he was talking about this, like just dialogue and stuff like that? I just feel like, I think with like, that's why I love movies. It's an escape but also it's an opening like it's a it's a it's like a can of worms Mm -hmm. that opens up and you're like whoa and i feel like that's why people don't like kind of like deep personal movies because they get kind of held back by like whoa i'm not ready to talk about that like with me with me i'm like whoa i'm i'm ready to talk about anything i needed it yeah yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's like i need stuff like that so that's why it's i like it yeah so how did you i know you kind of touched on it but how did you get into movies being getting older like uh, the movies that I watch, either it's a different genre. Like, for example, Moonlight, it was so very well-touched. I don't know why, but like now I am f- starting to learn why people love making movies. Since I love movies and you do, so there's things that I don't know about. And that's why like I'm like, damn, like let me get more into it. Yeah. You know, like I don't want to be a director. I don't want to be a writer or anything, but... I'm gonna make you. <laughs> <laughs> There's this creativity to it that's like, I want to expand to it. So that's why, like, I just, you know, full on sent it, and yeah, I now mean, we're we like are, collaborating. Yeah, yeah, we're working together on projects, which yeah. is great. Obviously, you're, you know, there's some things that I can't do, but there's some things that you can do, and that we need each other to do. Like, hey, like, yeah. can you do this? Can you do this? Well, uh, I would say like, cause you say your aunt influenced, yeah. like your yeah. aunt and uncle, my dad. Like, dude, he told me this story that, like, I knew he was, like, a movie geek because of this. Yeah. He took my mom to watch The Matrix in the movie theater. You told me that. You told me that In this Regal. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, probably, like, the first, like, CGI type of movie and it influenced a lot. Yeah, probably, like, blew their mind. And, like, the scene where um, the girl, she just jumps, like, to in front of the officers and just jumps and does that, like shot 360 mm-hmm. bro my dad jumped from the seat like what <laughs> and so like my mom was like um what is he like doing but like my dad was like in shock and like he just yeah to me it's like i'm like that too so i first got into movies when i was very very young my aunt shout out to my aunt she's the goat for this mm-hmm. honestly my aunt and my uncle they were the goat for this uh, they were the ones that you know I would go to their house a lot because they live like near, like always near my parents. So like I never had a babysitter or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like I would always go over to my aunt's house, and I remember she was always the one that would take me to the movie theater that we work in right now. That's why I have a lot of sentimental value to that yeah. building, just because I would always go to that theater, watch all the newest you know cartoons and stuff I like agree. that. Obviously, we go to other theaters, but that was like the one because yeah. it was it's like right next to my like house, like the home theater. Yeah, yeah, okay. and then also right behind her house was a blockbuster so i remember when there would be times where like we would sleep over because you know my parents you know they they would go out of town or Mm -hmm. you know they would have 
like business things we would go to her house we, we would sleep over her house we would go to the blockbuster i remember like we would be in our pjs like we would shower and everything like we'd be in our pjs and then we would walk to the blockbuster it was very like a few steps away in the blockbuster and we would get uh like whatever candy we wanted and we would pick whatever movie we wanted and i feel like that just like just seeing so many movies it's like there's so many movies i've yet to see yeah and obviously as a kid like you just want to see the movie that like you've seen so many times of course and obviously when you have like the physical dvds there's so many movies that you're like oh i want to watch this i want to watch this Mm -hmm. so there'd be times where either at my house or at my aunt's house or even at my grandma's house it would just be always a big binder mm-hmm. <laughs> i want to say binder of like dvd holders oh like the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the big it was always like too, dvds I yeah i would just watch countless movies mm-hmm. like whether it be movies that i wasn't allowed to watch sorry yeah. mom sorry mom Yo, I, felt <laughs> I would that. watch movies that i was like am i allowed to watch this <laughs> but uh no amazing parents i love you guys but it was just me i would yeah. watch movies that i wasn't allowed to watch but yeah it wasn't bad but it was just like PG-13 or rated R action movies, you know? And you were like nine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. (laughs) If I had Letterboxd back then, my movie movie count would be so weird. Why are you watching this movie like eight times (laughs) in like a month? Uh, That'd be so funny. Yeah, but the second part of that was, you know, life happens, Mm -hmm. you know? You kind of stray away from, you know, constantly watching movies, you know, you get busy and stuff like that. I never really, you know... I would go into other things like I went to music, I went to fashion, I went to, you know, all these different things and, you know, amazing. But uh, it wasn't until like my first, I think it was my second semester of college that I did a cinema class, like cinema appreciation. Mm -hmm. And obviously like I was like, dude, I know so many movies and that was kind of like an eye opener. Shout out my professor ever hears of yes. me again i had him too so like i need to, him to tell me. him like if i ever see him again i need to tell him what he did to me like in a great way because he brought back my love for movies we're gonna talk about our favorite genres subgenres, and kind of our least favorite what's your favorite genre my favorite it's like under the subgenre, but i would yeah. say it's in genre action. or subgenre. sorry yeah i would say it's in the action area but mm-hmm. the subgenre is martial arts I will get into why later on, but martial arts, like, because of my dad, since he's watched those type of films and, like, kind of showed it to me, mm-hmm. that's why I love it. And it was mostly in the 70s where it popped, so that was his childhood, and he just, like, showed it to me. So that's why I like it the most. For me, a subgenre that I'm very, like, it's tailor-made for me, mm-hmm. I don't know why, it's crime noirs where it's like it's obviously it's a crime movie but there's it's like in a deeper level because obviously you know you're gonna have your highest and stuff like that but it's like like mental physical emotional type of like you know like like so heat you know like that movie i'm like dude like this guy wants to get out of it like it's so like there's a lot of movies that are like tailor-made for Mm. me a recent movie like sicario mm-hmm. where it's like they basically do it's like they're trying to find like this drug lord but it's like they're like why do we do this how far do we go it's like oh like that's not in the book it's like the the criminals don't go by the book so why should we like yeah. we got to chase them by not doing and it's like it's a whole morality thing like how far would you go also narcos the show yes it's, i watched that, that show is 
just obviously it's the tale of like you know Pablo Escobar but it's also like showing the different perspectives of mm-hmm. like you're like man I don't want this guy to die like, it's Pablo <laughs> Escobar you're like man I don't want this guy like yeah. you relate to all these people yet you're like these guys are terrible but yeah so what's your least favorite genre <sighs> least you know least favorite although genre. this will be like the next episode <laughs> which you'll probably, I saw that I was like is she for real which you'll probably tell why I didn't talk much but it's rom-coms like Ooh. like there's certain movies that you know i'll watch it i'll give it a chance and it's actually like mind-blowing but it's not it's not for me just like how you say yeah. crime noir is like your thing it's so made for it's me it's so you for me it's so not made for me i can't watch it i can't mm-hmm. sit through and be like you know what let me watch pretty woman mm-hmm. no like not at all that's my sister it's a tie between history movies and family movies but don't okay wait not history okay yeah history no 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 yeah history I'm gonna go with history okay honestly there's some that are really boring and like you would think are like really entertaining you're like oh it has all these people it must be good no some of them are just flat out not good Mm, like they don't either go with the aesthetic or they try to be another movie zero dark 30 the one about capturing osama bin laden Mm -hmm. it's a thriller you know it's like are they going to capture this guy we all know what happens you know (laughs) it's like for most of these movies like we know what happens in the end you know it's like we know this guy ends up dead or like we know this guy ends up successful so it's like Mm -hmm. how do we get there but it's how you present it just either rubs me off the wrong way it's like okay if i know that this didn't happen why am I gonna enjoy this? It's like, oh, because it's you know it's cinema and stuff like that. It's like look at Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, it's so honest. It's very raw. It's very. I'm sitting up for this. <laughs> it's I very see that. you know with Schindler's List. It's very you know it's dramatic because that's what happened. It's about the Holocaust. It's exactly clear as day as what it could possibly be about. You know, no diss, but my hot take. I thought the Elvis movie was doing way too much. Like, I was trying to see Elvis. Mm. I know it's so crazy about, like, his life and stuff like that, but it's like, I want to see him. Yeah. You know, that Oscar-winning performance, it's like, I saw parts of it. I didn't see all of it because it was just all substance and stuff like that. That's why it just kind of rubs me off the wrong way. And I said family because some, like, cartoon movies are just so, like, like, dude. (laughs) It's so Hallmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I just say, like, majority of it is just boring like boring mm-hmm. i'm not saying cartoons because cartoons are not like a genre right but i'm saying like just family movies like movies where it's like oh it's for the family it's like dude like up is not for families i'm sorry <laughs> like there's like certain movies where it's like oh it's made it's made with animation but mm-hmm. it's not family some of them are just flat out boring you know trying to be pixar trying to be old pixar sorry yeah um but yeah but that's just my opinion so i agree I'm sorry for people who are like, oh, how dare you? Um, but whatever. That's our opinion. <laughs> right, That's our so opinion. Favorite format. Oh, yeah. Just one. Screen X. Liar. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, you're lying. I'm not lying. Screen X is so good because, like, there's certain movies that it's, like, it's, like, the extra to it. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, people hate on it because, like, oh, like, the visuals aren't there from the left to the right side. I'm like, bro, but it's, like, for your peripheral vision. It's mm-hmm. not even for you to look at because you're looking at the screen in front of you like tell me the shot of mission impossible was not cool when we watched it in screen x yeah i know what you're talking about so that's why it's more immersive 
I will say that. Exactly. It's, it is very emotional. It's, like, more entertaining as well than, like... Because if the movie's so good, why not have it in Screen X? Mm-hmm. That's to me. Yeah. But what's your favorite format? Uh, it is IMAX, but not just because, like, oh, it's bigger, it's nicer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just think there's a strong difference. Okay. I like IMAX when a movie is used for IMAX, not for, like, oh, like, it's an IMAX just because it's an IMAX. It's a big format, which is why I'm very happy that IMAX themselves, like the company, are calling it out. They're going to give more screens of IMAX to Dune because Dune is actually filmed for... It was filmed with IMAX cameras. It was filmed for the intention of watching it in IMAX. I'm more going for IMAX because, you know, not just because it's loud, it's big, just because... You know, the movies that are like, hey, you have to watch this. And I, or it's like, this movie is intended for IMAX. It was filmed with IMAX cameras. It's like, whoa, I want to see what the heck did they use with those IMAX cameras. And you see it in Blue Beetle. You see it in Oppenheimer. You see it in, you know, all these other movies that are actually filmed for IMAX. Mm-hmm. And it just sets it apart from, in comparison, watching it to just like in a regular screen. Going more into the actual cinema of the cinema day, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about more specific movies. So what's the movie that you've just been dying to watch that you've just been, every single time you're like, I'm going to watch it, something gets in the way of it. And you're like, oh my God. I have so many of those. Like, but just one. <laughs> or maybe two. Yeah. Uh, it's um, Blade Runner, the first one, and then the second one, which is with... Ryan Gosling. Ryan, yeah, Ryan Gosling. I still haven't seen that one. I need to watch it. Bro. People call me a film bro, and it's like you haven't seen Blade Runner. It's like no, I haven't. I have a lot of. I have a lot of. <laughs> I have a lot of lists. Exactly. I have to like go it's been in my watch list for the longest time, and I don't even know if it's still like in Netflix of like the first one and second one because I know they did mm-hmm. that duo for a second. Yeah. Um. I hope it is because I actually really want to watch it. And there's this t- thing like for me that I like about futuristic movies. Mm-hmm. Like I just love those type of movies. So Blade Runner. It's kind of like I've been anticipating it mm-hmm. to watch it in my my list. I've been trying to see this movie called Lawrence of Arabia. It was like the first. It was a blockbuster movie. It's literally just like a historic movie, but it's so influential to a lot of movies today. Mm-hmm. I first heard about it. Obviously, I've seen clips of it so many times, but I first heard about it because I, I was watching this interview of Steven Spielberg how he was like what's the one someone asked him what's the one movie you watch like probably every year and he was like lawrence of arabia it's just it's cinematically fantastic and i was like what and i saw it was on hbo max at the time it was called hbo max so i tried watching it but the only thing was it's a long movie it's like three hours it's a three hour like epic movie i tried watching it at like 12 o'clock at night and i was like okay i'm gonna stop it i'm gonna start it again tomorrow when i'm free and then I ended up watching like four other movies that I was that I was like, oh, <laughs> I have the last chance to watch it, last chance to watch it. Uh-huh. And then I just got sidetracked. And then I was like, oh, I've been dying to watch. It. I was like, oh, you know what? Like, let me watch it. So I ended up watching an hour of it. And then it left HBO Max the next day. So I never was able to finish it. So HBO Max, you freaking suck for doing that. So I hope they added add it back at any point. What is your most anticipated movie of 2023? 2023. I can say so many movies, but I need to say just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going with Killers of the Flower Moon by Martin Scorsese. Just watch either or... There's two trailers out. Watch mm-hmm. any of the two 
and you will already be like, oh, this is movie of the year. <laughs> You're like, this is <laughs> this is gonna be best picture. Mine is um, the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I've been seeing that trailer the so prequel. much since Gran Turismo is not gonna be in theaters. Like since it's gonna be released in theaters, that trailer is just gone. Yes. So I've been seeing the Killers of the Flower, the whoa, the Hunger, the, Games. The Hunger Games one more, and I'm actually like. I'm actually like, okay. This movie actually, dude. Looks this pretty movie, like, I'm actually anticipating it because, like, it looks so good and like, you have to watch the other. You no, know, you, you really don't have to watch They'll the make other it ones. Better, honestly. but yeah, like, people who are in that fandom, that franchise, I guess, because it's based off books. Um, but movie of the year so far. What do you think it's your movie of the year besides Killer of the Flower Moon? Yeah, that one's probably going to be like the... (laughs) (laughs) That one's going to be mine uh, when it comes out. Honestly, at first, it was Air. Yeah, I was thinking about it. But quickly, was Oppenheimer. I think it's movie of the year right now. I think it's honestly movie of the year. Barbie is the blockbuster movie of the year. Mm -hmm. Like It's killing it. Made over a billion represent. Yeah. But Oppenheimer, I think, is like... I think everything about it, surrounding it, of like... I'm trying to find something bad about it, something wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's amazing. It was beautifully made, honestly. It's so beautifully made. It's so beautifully shot. so beautifully acted. Pick the simple one because I have yet for the year to finish. Like, I still don't want to say my actual answer. Mm-hmm. So, I, I put uh, TMNT because it's like a childhood thing of mine. Like, I really like That's a great Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's a great movie. Like, obviously, we have Spider-Verse, like the newest animated but it's your personal movie but it's, yeah exactly yeah. it's my personal one um but like i'm excited when we do this like end of the year like what's the oh, movie dude. of the year that's like, gonna I'm be so excited. much fun yeah do you have a favorite streamer streaming service this is like i hope it's collectively like the same i think so right well, I'm a sure say, <laughs> <laughs> you're like not really max the max, one to watch the one to watch Oh my god, that's I'm waiting for that service. paycheck, man. Yo, the promo, <laughs> like, we be the promoting promo, the heck out of the this. The promo, just change the name. Max, the one to watch. Sorry. We be promoting the heck out of this. Ironically, all our movies that we like are in there. Mm-hmm. And also, since I'm a DC head, like, I just love that streaming service. What's your favorite streaming service? Probably am going to go with Max, the one to watch. Uh, Paramount Plus has an underrated. It has like a lot of like iconic movies, so it's like it's very underrated. Yeah. You sold me on that yeah, one. Yeah, Prime has like a lot of like the oh yeah duh like Prime has this movie or like um, independent films too. Yeah, yeah. Is it your favorite preference to watch a movie or streaming or also physical media like DVDs and stuff like that? I feel for me it depends the movie because let's say an iconic movie Jaws comes back rerun to the movie theaters of course i'm gonna watch that i was missed it i was not a bit i was not born around that time so of course i would want to watch that yeah when movies get remastered remastered rerun like oh we are on that you know so like i'm a rerun type person like i've been Mm -hmm. lately been going to movie theaters just to watch a rerun i can't really say it just depends the movie no yeah i will say for in terms of like my favorites i think theaters it's hard for me obviously it's easy for me to watch streaming movie like watch movies you know on streaming like on my laptop or on my tv you know because it's just it's easier you know because like theaters only have like a certain number of movies watching oppenheimer in my house in comparison to the theater is such a different watch 
And so I would have theaters and then physical media. I'm so sorry to cut you off, but physical media like DVDs, yeah, I think are so important. Although it's like a vintage thing, yeah, but they are should be kept on because, yeah. like, I remember this is like a childhood memory that just like clicked to me right now that. When I would go to my eight-hour drives to Georgia, I didn't have a phone, like, when I was little, and we didn't mm-hmm. have, like, you know, Netflix streaming services that much. Like, it wasn't popular or anything. And I remember having our little DVD player with our little TV. We put it in the middle of the seat, and me and my sister would watch any type of movie, and that would be, like, our entertainment. So, like, DVDs, to me, it's like a, you know, I'll still have it around. We're going to finish the episode off in celebration of Cinema Day. Oh we're going to go yes. over our top favorite films now on letterbox where we always go back to letterbox because it's like four movies so you know. and it's our most updated yeah I yeah think, so right? part of my four favorite films i have the florida project it's uh, amazing i told you to watch this and i finally did and yeah. i actually understand I why you, you liked i was it. like please watch <laughs> this it's on 2017 sean baker uh the florida project it's, what movie do you have on your favorite for me like iconically the matrix just because my dad you know showed me that movie i obviously didn't watch it like when i was little i ended up watching it when i was older I'm waiting for the remastered in theaters imax oh my god i'm waiting for it like i'm there honestly i'll <laughs> be there for sure I'm there. like first in line but this movie i don't know why i procrastinated it but like now i know what my dad went through when he watched it in the theaters like how beautifully made it was what's second your second one, one is when harry met sally that really intrigued me when you put that like when i saw that there i was like you don't understand that movie is i think is a perfect movie perfect script perfect acting i think i'm out to say perfect romance i think it's just and it's a perfect premise it's like can two friends you know platonically be like friends and like like can a man and a woman be friends without letting sex get in the way it's just it's so like yeah 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 it's like because that is a true topic. Like, yeah, yeah. It's my second one. Yes. I think this is like everybody's like <laughs> my age. They'd say this, but it's the first Spider-Man from 2002. Perfect. Sam Raimi. Bro. Perfect movie. This movie. Perfect superhero movie. This is like the movie I could rewatch every single time. But this movie is so good. It's so good. But brilliant. Brilliant. Do we both have the same movie on our favorite films? Okay, so we're both gonna share this, yeah. And I feel like we'll do an episode of it later. So let's just keep it like. Cause we have a year collectively about that movie. I think. We right? have to have a separate episode talking about this movie. Yes, I agree. Let's just say, uh, I'm, so this is for you and me. This is our third movie. Yes. Uh, the Batman. The Batman. The Batman. <laughs> the Batman. Obviously, it's new. No recency bias. We've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it like five, six, seven times. Yeah. You've seen it like I think five times. Maybe more. I oh, that's one thing I wished I logged the amount of times I watched it, cause I lost count at a certain point. Damn. So I know I watched it plenty. You can even ask my sister. Yeah. This movie. No. We'll do an episode on definitely. it. Definitely, we're we'll not even gonna continue. It. But um, but yeah. Yeah. The Batman, favorite film. My final one is Enter the Dragon. Like I said, cause I recommended this in one of the episodes. I put my heart and soul in reviewing this movie because. I was able to watch this in a rerun in the movie theaters for its 50th, 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I also watched it with my dad, which, you know, I'm so glad I got to. It was like a special moment because 
he's the one that introduced me to Bruce Lee and since Bruce Lee was able to make these type of movies that's how movies got influenced to me and then I found my other things that I like but that's probably like one of the first movies I ever watched I just love it I like I could go <laughs> on and on and on but you just have to read my review you could look at it in letterbox um I like your review yeah. actually thank you but yeah my final my final favorite film it is et i think it's a perfect i just think it's it's so like the more i go through my life the more i realize i need it yeah it's just it's so you know charismatic it's so it has like this character it has just it just has like this charm to it it's such an essential movie for just american culture mm-hmm. i would love to just make that movie i would love to make a movie not eat not like a movie that's like just like Mm E.T. I would love to make a movie like with the same energy as E.T. I just think it takes me as a kid but also it like you know just it's very motivational for me at least. It has stuck with you. Yeah it stuck with me so much. I love (laughs) it. I love it so much. It's been our cinema day. Mm -hmm. We hope you guys can go go watch a movie for four dollars. Hopefully nothing not everything sold out. Like I always say and you know I would Hope for you guys to spread the word on our, you know, podcast or little show that we have because, you know, we put our heart and soul in this. Amen. And, you know, this is just raw content, you know? <laughs> like yeah. um, But in our social media, you could follow us. And in our link tree, like in our bios, there'll be just our letterbox, Twitter, uh, every platform where we post our podcast, which is Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, follow it, like it, comment if we have a question under the Spotify episode. Alright. Well that was that was a great episode. It was yeah. very chill. Chill D very chill. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, so that was our cinema day, guys. This is a great day. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fantastic day. Like our day. favorite day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we will see you guys at a later episode. Uh if there's already an episode out, go. We'll see you there. If not, we hope you guys be safe, have fun and enjoy the theater.